Not um, like your your refrigerator called me the other day. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it said? No. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I said? On that terrible well, joke. Well, shoot. Someone's got to go catch you. <laughs> That was awful. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> okay. We now know Kennedy cannot tell jokes. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to jump right back in. Um, this is Authentically Alive, where we are walking towards Christ authentically and unashamed. Yeah, we are. We are back after... This is episode six. Yeah, but it's... Oh, yeah. Been... Christmas break. Yeah. Or whoever is on christmas break i'm hoping you're enjoying it yeah i hope everyone had a good christmas and if it was weird this year i hope you know you are still loved either way yeah yeah did you have a good christmas it was good i mean it was weird but (laughs) we were talking about that yeah like it's just the new normal of christmas as well as though there's such a joy with christmas now Mm -hmm. being a fully devoted follower of christ yeah because it's been this is my this is my third christmas but my, technically my second Christmas fully surrendered to Jesus mm-hmm. and the joy that that is and just to realize the actual reason for the season is amazing. So oh, what about your Christmas? It was good. It was really good. Me and my family had a great time. Everything went smoothly. I feel like memories were created. It was, for once, it was just like really, really good. So Aww, I loved that. Good. But even like what you were saying, though, this was like my first Christmas, like mm, yeah. fully surrendered to Jesus. So like. It was insane. I went home after Christmas from like my mom's house and I remember being in the kitchen and I was, I just started praying, walking around my kitchen, just letting it all out. And then instantly I just found myself there like bawling my eyes out with like, thank you, Jesus, for what you have done. And it was like the first moment and the first time and first Christmas where I was just like, this is what it's about. Like my heart just ached in a way that it's never like hurt before but also just like full of so much gratitude and love for what he did on the cross for me and you and everyone and so that was really cool and it was just like oh wow thank you so much in case anyone's listening and you don't know what jesus did for you he came down and lived a perfect sinless life and then died on a cross for us to then raise from the dead three days later to defeat hell death and the grave so that we could have new lives redeemed and a relationship with the amazing God who loves us so much. Come on. So if you don't know the reason for the season, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> what a man. Jesus loves him. Also, though, this is a side note. The terms of like the gospel, a lot of people like what I just said would say like that's the gospel. But also when you like reflect of Jesus was walking on this earth, living a life for God and preaching his name and saying the Sermon on the Mount, all the things, foreshadowing what we're about to talk about. (laughs) Um, And, like, that is also the gospel. Like, that was everything before he died on the cross, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. That was a side note that just popped in my head. So, anyways, hope everyone had a good Christmas. Christmas. More of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um. Before we get into what we're about to get into. Get into it. No, we did that last (laughs) week. Did I? We both did. We both went on a tangent of getting into it. We did, really? Yes. Anyway, it's okay. Let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we're gonna start with the question that we always start with what has god been teaching you and i guess it's been a little over a week now because we didn't drop one a week last and a week. half yeah so i'm like let me cut down my list i would yes. say it all cut we're it gonna down. pick one yes we are but you go first because i'm in a, a silly goofy <laughs> mood <laughs> Okay, so Kennedy, what has God been teaching you this week and a half? <sighs> so much. Teaching me so much. I think the first thing that's coming to mind is not allowing every voice to get center stage in my life. Um, mm. Some not even to be in my life anymore, honestly. Boundaries. And to cut out, yep, put up boundaries to cut out people's voices that I don't need to be listening to anymore and then also adding in voices that I do need to be listening to and like godly advice and counsel to help me with what I'm walking through but I just feel like God's been taking me through a season of just like not oversharing not just like being very um I wouldn't say isolation it's not isolation at all but just watching who I'm talking to and watching who I allow speak into my life and just being very protective of that and like taming my tongue in a lot of situations being quick to listen and slow to speak is definitely the the main um, thing that he's been teaching me and trying to walk me through because I used to be somebody that would just anyone and everyone's opinion mattered to me and it weighed so much and I would give them every say to any situation that I had going on, that they had the right answer, that I would listen to them, that I would follow what they would say. Um, And so coming from a life like that, where I listened to everybody and their mother with what they wanted to say into my life and going back and now listening to, first and foremost, God, what is God saying to me? What does God say about the situation? What does God say about everything? And then knowing those trustworthy people that I can go to that have godly advice and wisdom for me to do because it's yes we're we're supposed to have community and people to go to but not just anybody like you need those people that are walking in christ with you to ultimately pull you back and and put you right back on the track that like god has for you instead of leading you into temptations or leading you into like gossip or bitterness Mm -hmm. or frustration or any of those things so yeah i definitely feel like god's been revealing to me i guess we'll say the people that I need to like put up boundaries and then ones that I need to continue like seeking for those things in those moments. Yeah, that's good. It's almost also trailing, trailering our next podcast about unhealthy relationships. Yes. You know, no, that's so good though. Boundaries are so important and you know, I've struggled with the same things. So I'm glad that he's reinforcing learning that this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's my turn. Yep. Um, I'm sitting here like, God, which lesson this week should I share? <laughs> One that came to my mind first was, I, I think I sent you these notes from a podcast I listened to last week, and it was along the lines of a simple sentence that was, even though you have feelings or anxiety, that doesn't mean you're any less spiritual. Yeah. And I've heard that before in like a different sermon from the church I go to. And it was just a good reminder in that moment. This it was last week because that entire week I was I wasn't feeling stagnant, but I felt very much going through the motions. Mm. And it was like the end of the week, and I was realizing this, and I wasn't trying to like fall to shame or anything. Like just yeah. having grace for myself. Like I've done a lot of things this week. I'm tired. It I've been intentional in some areas. It just wasn't like 
I wasn't being as intentional as I usually like to be within every day. Um, and so listening to that and hearing that, it was just like, oh, okay, like let's breathe. Let's let grace in. Just because I'm not feeling 110% doesn't mean that my heart isn't fully surrendered to God. I'm moving my mic around. <laughs> this is the problem with my hands moving. Anyways, holding the mic. What was I saying? Um, oh, yeah. So even when I have like any type of emotion, when anyone has any type of emotion, like those are all gifts from God. And we get to learn how to healthily process them, not hold on to them too long, but also don't store them and bottle them up. And don't let that persuade us of like, oh, I don't have faith just because Mm. I'm sad Mm -hmm. or something. Um, Because that's totally not true. Yeah. And we're still near and dear to our father, even when we don't feel him. Mm -hmm. He's still right there. Um, So basically, yeah, like not basing faith on a feeling, but basing faith on a relationship with God. Yeah. And his word and his truth. Yeah. And like we've said it before, like the cross is enough. Yeah. So that's one lesson that popped in my mind. I like that. And it goes, well, one, what we're literally about to talk about. And then two, like what we talked about right before this podcast of just that shame trying to creep up and like things that you think are getting in the way of your relationship with God. And like, like you said, those feelings, like we can't base our faith on our feelings. And I think a lot of people do. I know I found myself in seasons of doing that too. And it does like make a hindrance in your walk with him. Cause it's just like your, your emotions can, yes, they're valid, but like sometimes they can be deceitful and sometimes your feelings are deceitful to what's actually happening. So we can't listen to those all the time. But yeah, I like that yeah all right and what are we starting today kennedy unhealthy mindsets so we're doing an unhealthy series don't get twisted by this though when we say unhealthy we're actually going to redirect to healthy practices Mm -hmm. but we're going to talk about like okay what are some unhealthy things that a normal human goes through what we have gone through and how have we helped change that how has god helped us change that yeah and so yeah Yeah, I agree with what you said. Just making, I want to make it like very clear that like when we tried to come up with like three, these are three that like we both have struggled tremendously in our life. The the three that's going to be mindsets, relationships, and addictions. Like we chose these because we walked through them, and God has delivered us in so many amazing ways um, that we are able to feel for that. He can deliver you too. But I'm going to make that very clear that this is definitely something we both have struggled with. So I'm very excited. Woohoo! Um, you want to get us started? Yeah. Uh, when we were having these ideas, and the first one was this topic, uh, this pops in my mind right away. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is saying the Beatitudes, and these are basically just characteristics that Jesus called blessed for someone to follow. Like, you are blessed by doing these. So I'm going to read them really quick. We're in Matthew, the book of Matthew, um, chapter 5, verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. 
Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Woo. Mm. Woo. Woo. So both of us are probably going to pick a few parts of this to dive into. We just want to start by saying that, though, and we would encourage you open up your Bible, read through those, let God just speak to you in certain ways of which ones you want to focus on or draw into or just learn about. And we'll also just talk about them more in this episode. So do we want to start with our questions first? Or what yeah, do you think? Or do you have a certain one that you want to dive into? Um, we can start with questions or is there something that you think about that? Uh, I mean, they're all good. I guess I could pick one. <laughs> <laughs> or which one do you think, like, when you look back on where God's brought you from, which one, like, really stands of, like, thank you, Jesus. Like, when I read this, I, you know, like, it relates back to what you've walked through. Does that make sense? Yes. <coughs> um, I'm reading them. Honestly, the only, the one that's like sticking out to me right now is, um, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. I feel like that's been the path that I've been on for the past couple months, like super heavily of just like, I am so hungry and thirsty to know more of God, to know his word for righteousness. Like, and it's yes. so rewarding that he rewards those who are, um, hungry and thirsty for that. So I really like that one. And that's something that I feel like I'm currently walking out in my life right now. Yes. That's so good. Um, I'm looking at, well, <clears throat> first I want to say verse four. Blessed are those who are mourn, who mourn for they will be comforted. I remember reading this. Mm. Did I talk to you about this before? Mm -mm. I just I, got a thought. What? I just got a thought. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading this when I was in a totally new type of mourning and grieving when my grandpapa passed away in April. And I, I've talked to you about this before, but I, I just didn't know. I didn't like all I could do to get out of bed in that season was say the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I would try yeah. to open my word and I would just like continue to start crying. And so I was like trying to talk to God, like, God, what can I do to like continue to just lean into your arms? And I, like search on the Bible app, just like grieving Bible plan or something like that. And so this Bible plan ended up being really helpful because I just did not know how to grieve this. Still, I'm figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one of the verses in the plan was that verse. And I, I just read it and I was like, I, I felt like it was the first time I actually felt peace within the whole situation. It was like, I think two days after he passed away. And... I was just like, yeah, like grieving is a gift from God. Mm -hmm. It's not pretty. It's not fun. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pain attached to grieving, but it's still an attribute that God gives us so that we can process like losing a loved one. Yeah. Because the hope and prayer is that loved one is with Jesus, but also like we're still in this life without that loved one. And yeah. so how can we process that? Well, God gave us the gift of grieving yeah. and to be able to have all the different stages of grieving. And like it says right here, Jesus literally said, blessed are those who mourn. Yeah. And in that pain, like think about all the times in your own life where you've been weeping or so broken. Like when I think of those times, that is when I've been comforted the most by Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that right there. Like those who mourn will be comforted. Yeah. Yeah. And I listened to 
a podcast um, about that and he said something like really profound of like what you don't grieve you won't leave and yeah. that will always have you in a chokehold and you will mm. always be stagnant in that place if you don't grieve properly and then like I even feel called to say right now is like some people don't do the process of grieving because they don't think that they need to they're like oh I haven't experienced a lot like a loss of a loved one I don't need to be grieving, but no, you experience a loss of that job. You experience mm-hmm. a loss of that breakup. You experience a loss of not getting something that you thought that you wanted. Like those are all situations where you need to grieve that properly or those things will have like a higher weight to you that you don't need to carry, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. 100% yes. I like um, that. Um, I don't know if we talked about doing this, but I feel like we should start with some of our own unhealthy mindsets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting those we didn't out talk there. about it, but I feel like we both felt it. <laughs> yeah, just to like come down to like a – um, what's the word I'm looking for? Set the stage with we vulnerability. Look, yeah. Like we're real, authentically a lot. <laughs> um, so maybe saying, you know, mindsets that we've had in the past or maybe mindsets we're even dealing with right now. And if we haven't like gone through them, then that's fine. But also I know most of our mindsets we have worked through. And so like what were practical things that we did mm-hmm. during that time? Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to start? Even thinking this though, like I'm thinking of like Romans 12 too. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm going to paraphrase, but like do not be conformed to the patterns of, of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Like it's a daily thing. Renew your mind. So that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, perfect will yes. of God. <laughs> But, like, yeah, that's coming to mind, too, because, like, even the the idea of conforming to the world, what has the world told you that you need to do? What mindsets do you have because of the world? What mindsets do you have because of society and what culture has told you that is good and not good and, like, attractive and not attractive and all those things, you know? I love how you just brought that verse up. That verse, like, two years ago. It was, like, one of the first verses when I started, like, doing, like, healthy memory verses mm-hmm. that I wrote on my whiteboard to start remembering. But it be- it came alive on that dang whiteboard. Like, mm-hmm. it became a truth in my life that completely transformed everything. Like, we know Jesus transforms us, and when we read his word, we continue to grow and develop. But I remember, like, it was the first time I evidently saw me breaking free from limiting, limiting mindsets. Yeah. And... So, like, trying to think back, like, on those mindsets, which, like you said, there's still today ones that we work through. Yeah. Um, I just used to have such a negative mindset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, always the person showing up, cracking jokes, bringing a smile. But now, thank you, Jesus, it's, like, actually authentic and yeah. real. Back then, half of the time it was real. Half of the time I'm inside hurting so mm-hmm. bad. That's and usually still how it is. so negative. Yeah. yeah. And... So being able to like, like how I got through changing like negative mindset to positive mindset because someone today will would probably say like I'm a pretty positive person. Yeah, and hundred percent. It's not fake positivity at all. Mm-hmm. Like there's been some issues too where someone thinks I'm being fake and it's kind of frustrating. I'm like, no, <laughs> I really mean it. <laughs> but um, uh, so like changing from negative to positive, it was really like. Well, this was before also I was like pursuing Jesus. So it started with a bunch of personal development. But mm-hmm. now being in the word, I can see how for one, all that personal development came from the Bible. Like whether those people speaking that that I was learning from were followers of Christ or not. It was so cool to pick up my Bible and read these things and be like, 
oh my goodness, like this is something I read through that book or that podcast, whatever it was. And just choosing to flip my mindset to be positive, mm-hmm. which is not easy at all. Yeah. Um, but it takes doing the work. 100%. And not everyone wants to do the work. And one of the things that makes me so upset sometimes is seeing people living their life choosing choosing everything but doing the work. Yeah. Like it's almost that victim mindset or like I used to be there. Yeah. And thank goodness I chose different and everyone can choose different. Just as everyone is a child of God, like we have that opportunity to choose different mm-hmm. and change and put into practice and put into place better mindsets and better habits. Yeah. Which is exactly why we're going through this unhealthy series. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the first thing I'm thinking of though, like negative mindset switch. Yeah, I'm I relate one hundred percent on everything that you said and I feel like I one hundred percent used to be a negative person with a negative outlook on everything. Like I looked forward to complaining online, to complaining on <laughs> like I had a yes, I had a private Snapchat. Yes. <laughs> I had a private Snapchat and a Finsta and I was so excited to let the world know how badly Mm -hmm. my life was Mm -hmm. and just to complain. Um, Yep. And honestly, I didn't, like you said, I didn't see a change in my life until I decided to change. And I think some people become stagnant in their walk because they're like, okay, I gave my life to Christ. I am saying like it's his or whatever. And I still feel the same, but they're not doing the outside work. So they're not seeing the fruit of that. And I was in that place for the longest too of like, Jesus, like, why aren't you helping me? Like, why aren't you doing this? And it's like, bro, you haven't read your word in like a month. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to do the daily decisions. Like it it comes down to like, how badly do you want it? How badly do you want your mindset to be renewed in Christ? And even coming down to the simple fact that like, it will never get there if you're not finding your identity in Christ first, because it's so hard to have your identity based off your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever society says about you and then trying to renew these mind, like renew your thoughts with the word of God, but not really gaining your identity from him. Um, it becomes very, very difficult and very hard. And I think that's when like shame and condemnation and all those things start to creep in. Um, yeah, 100%. But uh, yeah, I agree when like the whole taking action, like you have yeah. to want Get it. Get up and walk. Yeah, <laughs> and go. Like yeah. Jesus is right there with you always, 100%, of course, but you have to take those steps. And even like, I just feel like that's that's what transformation is all about too. It's just like transforming your heart um, to slowly be the desires of God and like God placing those desires on your heart so that they match up his will for your life. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. And I think that's where people can get frustrated and thinking like, God's not delivering me from this or he's not hearing from me. No, sometimes it just takes longer and that's 100, like that's fine. Um, but yeah, just cause sometimes I heard it on a podcast once too. Um, Sometimes your heart can be changing, but your actions still aren't. And I feel like people are quick to be like, that's wrong. Like, how are you in church yet you just smoked weed last night? Or how are you in church and you're still involved with having sex with those people or drinking? But your heart can slowly be changing and not your actions because it doesn't happen overnight. So like, because I got into that mindset too of like, why am I still in this? Why am I still lying? Why am I still dealing with these sins and these temptations, but it's like, it's a heart transformation. Like the more 
in the daily things that I do to let God in and let God transform my heart, I won't be doing those actions anymore. And yeah, it's the very evident leave. in my heart, like in my life that I don't have those desires anymore. And it didn't happen overnight, mm-hmm. but it happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm free from all those things. And I don't even like those things. And so it's like so cool to see making that decision. Um, God will remove those desires that he never intended to be there anyway because they lead in you being hurt and mm-hmm. you experiencing the loss and the pain that we've experienced because of those desires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, just how we talked about it before, I think it was in our testimony podcast of like a lot of times you give your life to Christ, you see someone give their lives to Christ and they expect right away like, boom, mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky, everything is better. But in reality, when you listen to a lot of testimonies, you will most likely hear like, yeah, I gave my life to Christ. And then, yes, I still struggled with this, 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 and yeah. this. And like, I, like I said before, I was still struggling with drinking mm-hmm. and a sinful relationship. And then when I fully started to understand like, wait, let me fully surrender my heart to Jesus, every aspect of my life, and let that peace fill me, that's when I started seeing those desires just like fade out. Yeah. And going back to Romans 12 too, like, do not be conformed by this, by the world, um, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Like, renew your mind in Christ. Mm -hmm. Renew your mind in reading the living word of God. Renew your mind with doing personal development in healthy ways. Renew your mind with simply drinking more water in your day, getting more sleep. Exercising, more sleep. Yes, 100%. Why did I say 100% again? I keep saying that. I I (laughs) One hundred. I said it like ten <laughs> times, and I was like, "Bro, I cut myself off from the last hundred. I was I like, you did. "What are I you doing?" You so I'm so sorry. We want honey out here today. <laughs> someone, someone throw a hundred emoji in the chat. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Though getting back on track, I think we need to jump into our questions because I don't know what's our time. I don't know. We're just having fun. I'm like, we're having a good time. Um, yeah, one more uh, mindset thing I want to say about just because we just. I just said the whole like eating healthier and stuff. One of my unhealthy mindsets so heavily mm. relate on Come this on. <laughs> was I my worth was only based on how I looked, mm-hmm. who so-called liked me, mm-hmm. who was in my corner, who was supporting me, what I did, what I was producing. How skinny we were. How skinny I like what even is skinny? Like it's yeah. just being healthy. Yeah. So many bad mindsets and comparing bad. myself to other people needing to look like someone else. But no, God yeah. is God is like, you are wonderfully, fearfully made. You are a masterpiece. No one looks the same. Just, just as the stars in the sky, like some of them look the same, some of them don't, you know. But they're all beautiful. They're all beautiful. They're all beautiful. They're so pretty and shiny. <laughs> what was I looking at the other day? The sun, the sunset. So we get so many analogies from the sunset, but this sunset the other night, I think it was last night, so many different colors and the clouds were so many different shapes. And I was reflecting on like, God, you created the world and called it good. You created us and called us very good. And like, it's just always such a life-giving thought to ponder on. And then I was looking at this sunset that he created and called good and how many different aspects of this beautiful sunset there was, like so many different colors. And it just made me start thinking of the uniqueness of every single person on this earth mm-hmm. who is very good. And just to be able to rest in that truth now, 
and have that in place in my mind instead of the unhealthy mindset I used to have of I'm weird. I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. I have to do this, this, and that to yeah. actually be enough. When in reality, just rest in who you are in Christ because mm-hmm. you are unique and you have so many different layers of your life that are there placed by God to be gifts to all around you, a gift to this world and that he is going to use for his good and glory. Yeah. Yeah. Even when you were saying that too, like the different colors within that one, that one sunset, but every night it's a different sunset and they all look so different. And I, and yet I pull my phone out for every single yes. one. Like they're all so beautiful. And that's, that's all of us. We're all so beautiful in our own ways. And we're not meant to look like everybody else. Um, if no one's told you today, you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I love you and think you are so beautiful. Okay. Well, let's jump into our questions. Okay. You want to ask yours first? Or do you want me to ask mine first? You can go. <laughs> All right. This question came from one of the B attitudes. It is verse five. Blessed are the humble for they will <coughs> inherit the earth. And so this question. Humility. Humility, dude. It's a good one. So what's a time in your life you experienced your ego holding you back in an unhealthy way? Because mm. I feel like, you know, with a humble heart comes getting rid of egotistic ways that are unhealthy. Yeah. Um, one that definitely sticks out in mind for me is I feel like we've touched on this in one of our podcasts, too, of me having a hard time asking. Yeah, we have because we were like, I have a hard time asking for help in the sense that. Which one was that? Was it the gifting one? I think so. I think so. Yeah, it was the gifting one. Um, and so I struggled with that for a little bit, not necessarily because I thought I was better. But maybe I thought my way was more efficient and maybe I thought my way would get done. So you thought you were better. <laughs> no, not that I thought I was better because I feel like that was never the mindset of like, I'm better than her. I feel like it was just like, I feel more comfortable and I know that it will get done type of thing. But maybe that is, it goes down to thinking I'm better. I don't know. I think it goes down to pride, which I don't always think we realize fully that it is us saying like, only I can do it. Yeah. Even though there's so many people we can do that can do it. It's like a subconscious thought. Mm-hmm. An unhealthy mindset. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. And I think it seems down to like Because I've th- been there before too. Thinking yeah. that like everything has to be perfect too. Um so I feel like my ego in that sense held me back a ton from just not reaching out and asking for help, not um asking for advice or anything because I thought that like my thought process was good and like I didn't need to hear from anybody. So that's definitely a spot that I feel like my ego definitely um, was negatively impacting me. Um, Yeah, I can relate on that. And also to realize all those times that we didn't want to ask for help just because like you said, you wanted it to be perfect, although nothing's perfect. But in our eyes, we had our perspective that seemed to only be the right perspective. Mm -hmm. And so when we don't allow people in to help, we're missing out on an entirely God-given other perspective that Mm -hmm. God is probably wanting to use to make whatever the project is, the opportunity is, the task, whatever it may be, to be even greater for his glory and for his kingdom. Mm Because we're we're meant to walk alongside each other and learn from one another. And even when, you know, you think about disagreements, like, okay, two people can be arguing and it could go a really bad way because they lean into it the wrong way. Or I can listen to someone else's different opinion and learn from their opinion. Yeah. And not just 
talk down at them for anything for thinking different than I, but celebrate them for like, okay, cool. You have a different perspective than I am. Like, tell me more about that. How can I learn more about that? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's good. And then like another thing, like going off of that, that I'm starting to think about, um, a very negative, honestly, just unhealthy mindset that I think stemmed from ego was a lot like when I very first gave my life to Christ was a lot of judgment and um um like not taking advice or even going to the people that came to their faith after me and because there was a this mindset that like that I've known Jesus longer or like they just came to faith like who are they to tell me like what I'm doing, you know, just this terrible outlook on it. But like what we say, like God is speaking to anybody and everybody that has an open heart and wants to hear from him and God will use anybody and everybody for your situation as well. And sometimes you can um, not ruin that, but like in a sense kind of ruin that by not extending your hand to them and letting them into your life and hearing from them and hearing their advice and their wisdom that they want to share with you. Um, I definitely had to break free of that judgment mindset because I'd even started pouring into myself. I was judging myself for absolutely everything that I did and it became very religious. And that's Mm -hmm. another huge unhealthy mindset that I had for the longest time was falling into religion, falling into this, that, and the third. I had to do this. I can't do this. If I do this, then I'm going to hell. Like that was literally the mindset that I had that was so unhealthy that I had to break free from. Um, yeah, I don't know how I got there, but I got there. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, when you were just saying that first part of you didn't want to go to anyone because they were new in their faith, uh, something I was just thinking of, which I wanted to look because I think it is in Matthew. I think – I don't know. I think it's Matthew 18 because it's first – It's where Jesus is telling the disciples, oh, I'm going to find it. Basically, I can't find it right now, but (laughs) oh, 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 there we go. Matthew chapter 18, verse four, Jesus is telling the disciples after they come to him and they ask, okay, Jesus, so who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Mm -hmm. And Jesus replies, therefore, actually, I'll start from the beginning of what he said. Truly, I tell you, he said, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child, this one is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. And when you were just saying that, it made me start thinking of how Jesus calls us to have childlike faith. And at mm-hmm. the same time, here he is saying, like, there's this child who hasn't been altered by the world yet. He doesn't know she, he, whatever, hasn't let the world's opinion seeped into his mind, hasn't had all these unhealthy mindsets mm-hmm. pop up yet. And there's this child who is just truly there to live the life God has called him to live. Like he doesn't know much better. He knows he yeah. needs to be humble to rely on his parents and that yeah. they need to help him. Yeah. And also when you were saying that, I was just thinking no matter what part of the journey you're in, whether you just started a new race, whether you're just finishing a race, God calls us to look at everyone the same, yeah. each uniquely created and different, mm-hmm. right? And at the same time, a child of God that is enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm even thinking like, I feel like it's just like a tactic that the enemy uses to cause division in the body of Christ, like 100% because, oh, there goes that 100% again. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, but like, I really think it's like a tactic for isolation and division because I was even thinking maybe necessarily I don't need anything from them, but maybe they need my discipleship. They need my mentorship. There's a reason for everything that happened. And like, say I came to faith before so that I could pour into them the things that God has already taught me. Like you said, if they're still struggling with certain mindsets, if they're still struggling from a relationship, there's a reason why I've already walked through that part, like with God, you know? And Mm -hmm. so cutting those out just because of literally an unhealthy mindset and a way that religion like converted my mind to think for a little bit um, could, you know, hurt, me discipling someone that maybe God was calling me to disciple mm-hmm. or help in in whatever way. Yeah. Or even someone more new in their faith also has a fresher eyes to see. Mm-hmm. Like I think back to when I first like started realizing I needed to like dive into the Bible and read the living word of God and how fresh that was. Like God is still speaking to me today in different ways, but I think in every single season we'll start to learn God on a more intimate level and hear him differently. But also like the freshness of the beginning of my faith seemed very so vibrant. It still seems vibrant, but I just think it's, it's a different season too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. You got a question? Yeah. We kind of already talked about the, um, my questions that I wrote down though. Um, because my first one, I said, what do you do when an unhealthy mindset comes up? Are you able to recognize it in the moment or does it take a while to realize that it's not from God or like who God has called you to be? So does it take you being upset and anxious and stressed to be like, dang, I've been believing this lie about myself. Or are you able more so now to recognize it right when it comes up and like transform that thought? Um, I feel like now we're in a place where it's easier to do that, but when we think about like the beginning stages of our walk, I feel like it took us coming to a place of just honestly feeling defeated to realize we had been believing a lie that was not from God, you know? Yeah. I think mm. my first thought was when I was talking about living in a negative mindset and then trans like transforming it and changing my mindset to being more positive. When I was living in that negative mindset, I didn't know I was living in that negative yeah. mindset. Like I didn't, there were so many subconscious things that I would be the first to complain or the first to just pick out every part that was going wrong. And I was, I was just living in that. So I didn't realize it now pursuing and choosing different to pick up the book, read the book, listen to the podcast, read my Bible, pray more than something else. I am now pursuing healthier mindsets and my mind has changed that when that negative thought does come up, I know that's not that's out of character now. Yeah. And I would encourage whoever is listening like maybe you are like I'm cuz there's also things in my life right now that could be subconscious that I don't realize I need to work through. And when you pray that bold prayer of like God chisel away these limiting beliefs, help me throw out what is hindering me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I pray that once a week because yeah. <laughs> it's just like we can always be growing and developing. Mm-hmm. There's always something else to grow in for the kingdom of God. Yeah. And when we pray that prayer, we see God start to do that work, just like in Romans 12 too, like at the end of it, when it says, so you, so that you can know the good, pleasing and perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. Like we're asking this of God to help us grow in this way. So we can know at the end of the day, 
where he needs us to go next and so we can become the person we're meant to be in every single season yeah for wherever he calls us to go um so i was saying encourage whoever may feel like something's off or they want to make a change number one just take the step wherever you think god is calling you to go next like we were talking about the other day i was in a season of god was just telling me Dude, serve in the community. I had no clue where that meant yeah. I, that was going to be, but I just started trying every single area to serve in. Just like, do and the I last ended up thing ser- that he told yes. you to do. Yes, and I was serving. I started serving in the place that was, like, not the one that was my first foremost, but God led me there. Um, so, first of all, like, just take that next step where, that God is illuminating. Yeah. Second, have the people, like you were saying earlier, of trusted, godly mentors, friends, whoever it may be, and ask them, hey, man, what do you see in my life that I could be letting go of or yeah. that I could change to develop in? Like, truthfully, just give me some, like, loving truth. Yeah, just, like, what do you see in me that may be holding me back from, like, my relationship with God, too, that, yes. like, you see me struggle with that doesn't need to be here? Yes. So it takes a fresh set of eyes, like you said. And yeah. even when you were talking about just now, when you were, like, I didn't know that that's what I was doing. I didn't I didn't know or recognize the negative lifestyle I was living in. And that is why it is so important to know the word of God and to know everything that he says about you and who he is and who his heart is because you'll never be able to recognize those things and they will continuously control your life and your mindset if you don't know. Because if you don't know, you'll never stop and be like, wait, this is not from God. Because if you don't know God's voice and God's heart, you'll you'll believe those things and Mm -hmm. those things aren't true so it's so important to know the word of god so that when those come up you are so quick to say no that's not what god says though Mm -hmm. that this may be what i feel but that's not what god says about me and that's something that my friend helps me do a lot of like he's like we're going through something and he's like okay that's how you feel kennedy but what does god say Mm -hmm. and what does god say about you and your situation and it just brings me back to like you're so right. This is a feeling and I'm not going to listen to my feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. And it goes back to that first question and the attitude of blessed are the humble for they will inherit the earth. It starts with humility mm-hmm. to let someone in and to let someone speak truth into your life because your friend could say that and you could just be like, dude, shut up. I'm not listening to you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I need to feel whatever. Yeah. And to have a heart posture of humility and just vulnerability, let people in. Let them see you for you. And, and be this, honest with them. Yeah, just they be they honest. can't help you if you're not letting them know everything about you. and The right people, the trusted yes, people. Yes, <laughs> just like bringing it back to my beginning. You can't let everyone in and like everyone have a voice, but the trusted people 100% being honest and vulnerable with them so that they can direct you. And when you are going through that, they're able to recognize it and be like, hey, Kennedy, like we talked about this. Let's hold some accountability. Let's pray about it and let's find some practical ways that we can like move through this because you are better than this and God calls you way better than what you're calling yourself right now. So yeah. yeah. And they're not just correcting you to correct you, but they're correcting you because they care for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're almost towards the end of our podcast. I think we've got like two minutes. Yeah. Do you want to read those? So I'm going to read really quick. I was reading in Philippians chapter four this morning. And as I'm reading this, I'm just like, dang, Paul, who wrote this book of the Bible, is speaking truth of just giving instructions to like how we can live. And so we talked about it before starting this. Like, let's read through these real quick. Um, just because these are 
written things in the word of God that we can start to choose to do daily. Yeah. And yeah. to change that unhealthy mindset to healthier ones. So I'm going to read through them really We quick. can write all of these in the description too of this podcast. Oh, I think yeah, that would be cool. Be yeah. Good. All right. Or you can go to chapter. Well, I guess it doesn't exactly say yeah. that. Okay. Anyways, here we go. Stay true to the Lord. Settle your disagreements. Help those doing good works around you. Always be full of joy in the Lord and rejoice. Let everyone see you are considerate in all you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank God for all he has done. Know that God's peace will guard our hearts and minds as we live in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And lastly, keep putting into practice all you learn and receive from God's word slash godly mentors. Yes. Woo! So good. So we encourage you guys pick about, like pick two of those, or maybe even you could go through the entire list. Pick one a week for the following weeks of what you can fully lean into and focus and on. Just implement more into yeah. your day. Yeah. And yeah, we can we can put those in the show notes. Yeah. Well, this, this is wrapping up episode six. And episode one of our series, like the first series, series. Of the Unhealthy Series. I'm so excited. This was so fun. It's always fun. It's always fun. It's always fun. And we, yeah, we didn't laugh as much. That was fun. You know, laughter's, laughter's a funny thing. Okay, we're like way over. Okay, high five. <laughs>